Chapter 18 of Billy Whiskers, The Autobiography of a Goat. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Billy Whiskers, The Autobiography of a Goat by Francis Trigo Montgomery. Billy Finds Nanny. As Billy trotted down the side street, the cyclone still raged and blew loose boards and papers in every direction. But he kept on until he found himself out of the town and on the high road. Why, how good it seems to get away from the smelly old circus and be free again. Who cares for the wind and weather when one is free? This rain will wash the black stuff off my coat that circus fellow put on. And now I think of it, I'll just walk up to that board fence and butt off this old horn that they glued to my head. That will be the end of the wild goat from Guinea. Suiting the action to the words, he walked up to the fence and hooked the curved part of the horn over the rail, pulled back, and the horn came off easily without pulling out any hair as the rain had softened the glue. As it fell inside the fence, Billy kicked up his heels, whisked his stubby tail, and started down the road at a fast trot. As he ran, he made up his mind. He would find Nanny once more, even he had to spend the rest of his life looking for her. You know from past experience that if Billy made up his mind to do a thing, that he did it. For Billy's strong points were bravery, perseverance, and stick-to-activeness. These are good qualities for boys and girls to have, as well as goats. It was a good thing that Billy had these qualities, or he never would have found Nanny again. For one whole month he hunted for her, going up one road and down another, being stoned by boys and chased by men as he tried to steal a meal out of their gardens. Sometimes he wandered into a yard to get something to eat, and they set the dogs on him. But this they always wished they had not done, for he invariably turned and ripped the dogs open with his long horns. In this way he travelled, sleeping by the wayside in all kinds of weather, until even he was beginning to get discouraged, when one day he happened on a road that looked familiar to him, and the further he travelled, the more familiar it became, until he came to a bridge with a red house beside it. Then he knew where he was, for he recognised the house and the scenery around, as the place where the bridge had broken down when the elephant had attempted to cross it. His joy knew no bounds, for now all he had to do to get to Nanny was to follow this road to the town, and then take another to the other side of town, which would lead him to his little wife Nanny. When he thought of dear, patient little Nanny, a tear rolled down his cheek, but he shook it off in a hurry, for the next minute the thought came to him. What if Nanny had given him up as lost, and married another? The thought made him mad, and for three or four miles he ran like a steam engine, snorting with rage as he went, and vowing to himself that if it were so, he would split her new husband open with his long horns, as he had the dogs he had met by the way. In the meantime, while Billy had been away, poor, lonely little Nanny had never forgotten her old Billy, though all the young Billy goats in the herd tried to make her do so, and each and all had wanted her to marry them. But she said no, and remained faithful to her Billy. She had one thing to comfort her, however, and that was two beautiful little kids. 
that had been borne to her some time after the circus man had taken Billy away. With these she spent all her time, and they repaid it by being very fond of her. And it was a beautiful sight to see the three playing together in the green meadow down by the stream. So Billy thought the next day, when, after travelling all night, he at last came to the farm, and looking through the fence saw Nanny lying in the grass with two little kids jumping over her and kissing her nose. Two very fine-looking kids, thought Billy. I wonder whose they are. Then his old heart stood still, for his next thought was, She has forgotten me, is married again, and these are her children. This thought made him feel sick and faint, and his knees shook under him. So he dropped on the grass with his nose through the rails of the fence, and there he lay for a long while, but he never took his eyes off the three in the pasture. I will lie here and see if it is so, thought Billy, and if it is, I will go away and never let her know that I came back. As he looked, old Satan, the minister that had married them, came up to speak to Nanny, and Billy felt his blood beginning to boil, for he thought, if she is married to that old widower, and I'm afraid she is, for one of those kids is as black as Satan himself, I can't stand it. I shall stay to make myself known, just long enough to kill him. Soon, however, Satan walked off, as it was getting dark, and the goats began to find cosy places for themselves for the night. But Billy lay still and watched, though he was very thirsty and hungry, not having eaten anything all day, as he had been too anxious to get back to see if Nanny was married again. He watched her wash the kids' little faces for the night with her soft tongue and give them a good night kiss on their little noses before they cuddled down to sleep beside her. It made Billy groan with lonesomeness to see it all, and he lay there, broken in spirit, and wished he could die, and closed his eyes to shut out the sight. But he could not keep them closed. He had to open them to look once more on Nanny's sweet, patient face. As he did so, he noticed that the moon was just rising, and as it came up, Nanny rose also, and stepping carefully so as not to waken her babies, she walked toward the fence where Billy was. Closer and closer she came, with her pretty, sweet face, showing plainly in the moonlight. Billy scarcely breathed. He was so excited, wondering if she would recognise him, and what she would say when she saw him. She came straight to the fence, and stuck her head through the rail just above Billy's head, before she saw him. When she did, her eyes dilated with surprise, and then, with a bleat of joy, she called, Billy! My Billy! Have you come back? and she commenced to cry as if her heart would break for joy. No words can express Billy's joy when he felt her tears on his face and her warm nose kissing his cold one, and all Billy could say was, My darling, you are not married to Satan after all, are you? This made Nanny laugh, and she called him a silly old goose. But what was the matter with Billy? He felt as strong and young as Nanny herself, and had forgotten his thirst and weariness, of a few moments ago. Being only a goat, he did not know that happiness is the greatest elixir of life yet discovered. Wait a second, Nanny. I can't have this old fence between us. And Billy backed off, gave a spring, and was over the fence beside Nanny in no time. Oh, Billy, how good it seems to have you back again. Now I have a great surprise for you. Come and see our two beautiful children. 
one is as white as snow and her i call day the other is as black as a coal and him i call night they are twins and two smarter healthier kids you never saw night is very mischievous it reminds me of you all the time ever since you have been gone i have walked to the fence every night and looked and waited for you to come back and it nearly broke my heart when night after night went by and you did not come billy and annie walked over to where their babies were and billy assured her that they were the most beautiful kids his eyes had ever rested on and he felt himself swelling with pride as the father of such handsome kids nanny led billy to the stream and while he was quenching his thirst and eating a little of the sweet grass and mint that grew on its bank they told each other all that had happened since they parted i will leave billy and nanny here and my next book will be about day and night billy and nanny's kids the end end of chapter 18 end of billy whiskers the autobiography of a goat by francis trago montgomery